In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Christ is in our midst. The gospel that we just heard of the 10 lepers and the one that returned, the 10 lepers that were healed of this terrible disease, especially at that time, and one came back to give thanks, to praise God for being healed. This is a gospel message. And the epistle that we heard as well today <coughs> from Colossians are connected because the foundation of this message today is about thanksgiving, about gratitude. And it's no, should be no surprise and it's no coincidence that we hear about this message even when we don't initially recognize it from the scripture readings or from the hymns of the church or even the time of year that the foundation, the foundation, the very essence of what it means for us as Christians in this world, in this parish, in this world, in our families is thanksgiving, is gratitude. And yet, it's so difficult for us because we live in a world that confuses this message, that tells us it's about us. It's about our needs. It's about our wants. It's about our desires. And so we find ourselves in this selfish existence, even without oftentimes, even without knowing it, that it's about us, it's about our needs and our wishes and our desires. And so the gospel messages in the church, in her wisdom, tries to redirect our attention, tries to pull us away from this reality of who we are, where we live, and where we find ourselves. And so we hear about this message today that probably means very little to us, and it does certainly in this day and age because leprosy is not something we hear about. But it is so much. But it is like any other disease. It is something that afflicts us. We are all afflicted one way or the other with physical ailments or diseases, some minor, some more significant, and some ultimately leading to our death. And we hear this message and we wonder why, why did only one, after being healed of this terrible disease, why did only one come back and give thanks to God? Certainly the others had to have been thankful, had to have been happy or, or pleased that they no longer suffered from this illness, they no longer were ostracized or outcast. They were able to come back within the community, the greater community. So we would imagine if that was us, we would have had some level of gratitude, some level of thanks that we gave to someone for this healing. And yet our Lord lifts this up, that not only did the nine that knew 
and lived, if they lived their faith and lived the law, knew what they were to do by hearing and reading from the prophets, from the teachers, from the leaders. But the one who was the outsider, the Samaritan, the one who was not only outcast because of his illness, but he was outcast because of his faith, of his ethnicity, of his life. So he had kind of the double whammy there. He was really outcast. And yet he's the one who came back and fell down at the feet of Jesus and gave thanks and gratitude. This is the essence of what the message is today, for us to give thanks. It's not easy, as I said, because of the so many things that impact us, that we see, we feel, we hear, we experience. And yet, just think of that time that you were thankful and the feeling that you had and the clarity that you had and the peace that you had when you were thankful for something or someone. This is how we are to be at all times. And it's all over Scripture that we read. Old Testament knew about thanksgiving. It's in our services. It's in our hymns, in our prayers. Psalm 136, Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for He is good, for His mercy endures forever. Do you want to know how to give thanks? Go read Psalm 136. David knew how to give thanks. David suffered physically and spiritually, just as all of us do. But he found it within the depths of his soul, in his heart, in all he was, how to give thanks. And the things that you read there were things that were experienced by the people of Israel at that time. We could put within that psalm the things that we experience today in our time. But the message is, give thanks to the Lord, for He is good, for His mercy endures forever. We oftentimes hear this psalm chanted during Holy Communion, which is the Eucharist, Eucharistia, Thanksgiving. The essence, the, the, the ultimate of Thanksgiving is God in Christ giving to us Himself in the Eucharist. And this is why we are chanting these hymns of thanksgiving when we prepare ourselves, when we do what? We go to the priests, and in that case it was meaning going to the temple to be healed. When we come to church, but not just come to church, when we come in humility and thanksgiving, opening our hearts and our souls to receive Christ, this is giving thanks to Him. This is falling down at His feet. This is like the one who came and being healed. Now, we know that there's physical healing that we hear about in this gospel. But on a much deeper level, while most of us may not suffer from a severe illness like these men did, all of us suffer from spiritual sickness, from spiritual leprosy. All of us have this disease because we live in a fallen world. 
St. Paul points that out when he talks about just but a few of the things today in the epistle. And he says, put to death, therefore, what is earthly in you. He recognizes that we struggle with sin. Paul himself did, certainly. He had a thorn in his side, and he speaks to that. But he says, put away these things, fornication, impurity, passions, evil desire, covetousness, which is idolatry, anger, wrath, malice, slander, foul talk from your mouth. Do not lie to one another. Seeing that you have put off the old nature with its practices and have put on the new nature, which is being renewed in the knowledge after the image of its creator. All these things, at some point, we struggle with. Now, we may say some of these, this didn't happen to us or we haven't done this, but that's not the point. The point is, is that sin is sin. Sin is in this world. We all sin and fall short of the glory of God, Paul tells us. But we have the way to overcome this through repentance, through gratitude and thanksgiving, through coming to the church to be healed, through receiving the Eucharist and the mysteries of the church, through the way we treat each other. All these things are here for us to be healed, to be healed of our spiritual sickness that all of us are afflicted with. In Scripture, I mentioned throughout Scripture, there was passages, there are passages that speak about this. And I want to close with a few of these passages. Paul speaks about in Ephesians, he says, See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Therefore do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. And do not be drunk with wine in which is dispassion, but be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things to God the Father, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another in the fear of God. And again in Philippians, he says, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, and let the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, guard your hearts and your minds through Christ Jesus. And then finally, whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord. Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through Him. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. In everything, give thanks. In everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Amen.